Welcome to Sunday Morning at Faith Assembly, featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here's Pastor Goss. Live as light. Live as light. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 says, Once you were full of darkness, now you have light from the Lord. Live as people of the light. This light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. This morning what we're going to look at is live as light with hopeful living. Hopeful living. 1 Peter 1.21, through Christ you've come to trust in God and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. Now, I gave you a definition of hope there in your notes, and that is a confident expectation. Confident expectation. I've always told you your expectation gets you in trouble. When it comes to hope, you have it. It's glued. It's cemented. It's confident that a Christian should always have because of their trust in God. In other words, when I look for the future, I have hope because God is a God of hope. All human beings have to have hope. We always look for something to keep us going. It's called hope. It's a reason to live. Hope. A reason to try. Hope. It's, it's the essence of what helps us and encourages us. The writer says there's three things that are critical. Faith, hope, and love. And God wants us to live lives full of hope in the midst of a hopeless world. We are people of the hope. Live as light. And that light is, there is always hope. That means that hopeful living, when I do that, it will give me a right perspective. When I am a person of hope, I look at things correctly. I don't look at things through normal eyes. I don't look at things through the way everybody else says or the way I'm directed by some outside agency. I look at things this way because that's what God wants me to do. It's a right way of thinking. It's a right way of understanding things. We fix our thoughts. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about the things that are excellent, worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Hope gives you peace. So how we think determines how we act. And he says, look, you fix your thoughts here. This is how I want you to think. I want you to think about things that are right and true and pure and lovely. There's enough junk going on in other people. I want you to live as light thinking like this and have a right perspective of life. Hope, and I'll probably say this several times this morning, hope is always positive. Now, if you're a pessimist, that's a problem for you, isn't it? Because you tend to look at things, hold it, let's be real here. I'm not going to be oblivious to what's going on. We live in a hope. Hope is positive. And so, we, we have a right perspective. We have a right perspective about our problems. We have problems. Maybe the biopsy has come back positive. Maybe 
you bury someone that you love very much who died before their time. Maybe that job that you had is no longer there or available, or that career that you had planned on isn't going to turn out. And suddenly, because of all the economics going on, the finances get to be at a difficult place and hope vanishes and the marriage you always dreamed about now is something that you dread. Problems fill our lives, but in the midst of them, we have a right perspective. What's the perspective? Romans 8.28, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purposes for them. That God, even though this is tough and I don't understand it, and if I look with my natural eyes at what's going on around me and my problems that are there, they seem overwhelming and seem like I just can't go on any farther. But God, you tell me through your word that you're going to take things and you're going to make things still work out and you're going to do that for good and you're going to help me in this. That's called hope. It's not denial. It's not being oblivious. It's not being naive. It's just the fact of thing. God, this hurts. God, this is hard. But I keep putting my hope in you because you are going to work good in this. You are going to work in this no matter what's happened. So you have hope about our problem. You have hope about other people. Okay, you've gone too far now. You know, <laughs> you, you, you don't understand. Someone hurts you, misunderstands you avoids you, says untrue things about you, and you can believe that everyone's out to get you, and people at work don't want to be around you. Other people make fun of you, and it just seems like there's no one around that you can trust, and it just seems like no matter what you try to do to live as light, people just don't understand that and try to take advantage of you and think you're kind of off base and off target because of the way that you're living, you can still have hope even about people. Because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 10, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right and for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. And God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you, lie about you, say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. God, no matter what other people do, no matter how they treat me, you are still going to take care of me and protect me and help me and bless me in the midst of it. You have a right perspective about outside pressures. When the society we live in advertises happiness and fun, but it always disappoints and leaves you empty in the long run, hope seems kind of cheap. When the political system promises that there's going to be solutions and yet no solutions ever come. And it just seems like the world that we live in gets more and more corrupt and more and more ungodly and more and more sensual. And it just seems like the pressures from the outside that just keep pushing you and pushing you, they seem to be overwhelming. But God says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, you belong to God, my dear children. You've already won a victory over these people because the Spirit who lives in you is greater than the Spirit that lives in this world. 
that no matter what goes on in life, you keep a perspective that says, I don't care what people say about me or what I, as long as I'm doing what's right, doing my best to please and honor God. It doesn't matter how great the problems get to be and how, how far long they keep acting. And it doesn't matter what goes on in this world because I have a hope that is found through Jesus Christ and he will help me see things correctly and give me a perspective that will keep me going no matter what's going on in this world. That's hope. And that's the hope God wants every one of us to have as Christians, a perspective of life that doesn't close their eyes and pretend like everything's fine, but looks things squarely into the truth. Yes, there's problems that seem overwhelming. Yes, there's people that seem to just always be at me. Yes, there's pressure. Wherever I turn, it just seems like the pressure is there. But in the midst of that all, God will be faithful and I can trust him, and he will help me get through this. That's hope. That's the hope we all have. Secondly, hopeful living doesn't depend on our past. You see, hope is based on the future, not the past. It keeps us pointed in the right direction. It puts us in a place where it says, you know what? I can look forward to what's going on. Proverbs 23, 17, don't envy sinners. Always continue to fear the Lord. You will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed. My child, listen and be wise. Keep your heart on the right course. Keep going forward. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They're plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You may believe this morning that your past has messed up your future. That's a lie. God is the one who gives us a new beginning. He is the one that lets everything start brand new. He is the one that has good plans for us. Now, we have some responsibilities in that, don't we? We are responsible to live a life that honors God and lets our light shine, correct? Yeah, he has a good life plan for us, but that doesn't mean it's automatically going to happen if we don't fall in line with who God wants us to be, right? And so God says, look, it doesn't matter what you've done. You may think you can never recover from what has happened. You may think that what you did is so grievous that God will never forgive you. You may think that what you did is just something that, okay, now I can never be and now I can never do. You are wrong. God has a future for you. God has great things in store for you. You can look forward to God helping you and taking care of you and using you no matter how dark your past has been. Well, this person did this to me and this person said this about me. What this person did to me just messed up my whole life. And there's too many people and too many Christians who just allow things that have happened in their past to still control them. But God says, look, when you come to me, I'll take you. I'll take your sins. I'll make them as white as snow. I'll forgive everything that you've done. And now the old is gone and everything has become brand new. You have a future. And God says, I'm going to give you a future that no matter what has happened in your past, 
I have good things in store for you. That's hope. That's why we live. And you may understand that, well, I just can't do this. Well, that's why hope gives us power. This way of living is the power that you and I get to process and get to have in our lives because of what God makes available for us. It keeps us from being paralyzed. It gives us a reason to go on. It helps us persevere. Hope helps us not to quit, not to give up. Discouragement comes when you lose hope. You lose your courage. You become discouraged. Encouragement comes when I have hope. And I understand that when I have hope and am encouraged, it gives me the strength to go on and the power to do whatever God wants me to do and whatever I'm facing in life. Well, Pastor, you know what I'm dealing with. You don't know what I'm up against. You don't know how difficult things are. I just don't think I can handle it. I, I just think there's more. I don't have the strength to go on. That person is losing hope, aren't they? But whenever you have hope, 1 Corinthians 13, 7 puts it this way. Love never gives up, never loses faith. Now notice, is hopeful most of the time. No. Is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Wow. Romans 15, 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, where does your hope come from? From God. He will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him, and then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit's present within me. He will give me the strength that I need to go on. He will give me the power that I need to deal with whatever I'm facing. No matter what's going on, I have the power to deal with it in a healthy, godly manner. Well, I just don't think I can do this. I, I don't think I'm capable of it. I, I just can't. And you know my response to that, right? It's not a matter that you can't. It's a matter that you don't want to. We don't want to fight. We don't want to have to deal with what we have to deal with. We just don't think it's in us. But God's Word says, I will give you my Holy Spirit who will give you all the power that you need to deal with anything that you face in life. The Holy Spirit is an agent of hope. Hope and despair cannot coexist. They can't be together. The power you need to live a healthy Christian life so that your life can be visible to a lost world is found in the hope that is generated by the Holy Spirit. <sighs> Excuse me, you know, I just... Uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. I don't think we get it. I just don't think we understand it. And God says, look, life's hard. Life's difficult. Not trying to pretend that it's not. But I just want you to understand one thing God would say to you. I don't care what you're facing. I don't care what you've done. 
I don't care how bad it's been. I don't care what you're involved in right now. If you're following me and serving me and listening to me, you have hope. Okay, let me say it again. No matter how desperate you may be, no matter how much you're beating yourself up for what you did or what you said, no matter if you think it's too overwhelming and too great, God wants you to know today, now, there is always hope. There is always hope. It doesn't matter what this world is like. There is hope. Oh, no, the world's hopeless. <laughs> uh, God's got it in control. God's in charge. The Bible tells us nobody's in power today but what hasn't been put there by God. God's still manipulating things and controlling things and bringing them to fulfill His purpose. Don't listen to all the junk going on. There's hope. And you and I are people that allow the Holy Spirit present in our lives as Christians to generate hope within us, to give us the strength to deal with whatever life may bring our way. Never lose sight of that. And then hopeful living is based on what is permanent. What is permanent? Well, you know, so many things come and go, and I, can I really count on this? Can I really count on that? You know, I don't know that anything is really there all the time, Pastor. I, you know, I know it's hoping sometimes, but there's other times when I, I just don't know. Is there anything I can really put my hope in that won't disappoint me? I got good news for you today. There is. There is. You can put your hope in God's person. God is the same yesterday, today, forever. He is faithful. He does not change. He can be trusted. He, he's not like other people. He's not like some that are good sometimes and bad the other. God is always the same and you can trust Him and therefore you can put your hope in Him. There's this prophecy that is written about Jesus in Matthew chapter 12. It's talking about a fulfillment of prophecy that was made back in Isaiah. It says, it fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Notice what it says about him. Look at my servant whom I have chosen. He is my beloved who pleases me, and I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the nations. Wow. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. Doesn't have to get violent. Doesn't have to draw attention. He will not crush the weakest reed person or put out a flickering candle, someone who feels like life's about to go. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious. And his name, his name will be the hope of all the world. The hope of all the world. There is no hope in anyone but in through Jesus Christ. And he is the hope 
of all the world. You can put all of your confidence and your trust in Him. He will never disappoint you. He will always be the same. He is the God of hope. Secondly, what else is permanent? God's presence. God's presence. He will never leave you. He is with you. Read the story about a rabbi who wrote about his experience in a Nazi concentration camp. He said that one evening in 1944, his father, who was also a prisoner there, took him and some of their friends to a corner in the barracks. And he told them it was Hanukkah. And he began to light a wick that he had created, and he put it in a little patty of melted butter. The rations. And the son protested, why are you wasting this food? We have so little, we get almost nothing. Why are you doing this? And his father said, we've seen that it's possible to live up to three weeks without food. We've lived almost three days without water once. But you cannot live properly for three moments without hope. If one's hope is based on circumstances, you always have to live in fear. Circumstances change as quickly as the weather. But if one hope is based on an ever-faithful God, you can smile in the face of the darkest circumstances because God is bigger than any problem you will ever face. And we get to enjoy the presence of an ever-present God. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. He will always be there. And the psalmist wrote in Psalm 94, verse 19, when doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Your comfort gave me hope and joy. He is a God who is faithful. And you can count on Him being there no matter what you're dealing with in life. He will never leave you. And thirdly, what else is permanent? God's promises. God's Word. If God said it, you can believe it. And if God has promised it, you can count on it. Oh, it might not be in the timing that you have in mind. It might not look like what you're expecting it to look like. But God always keeps His Word. He cannot lie. And so, Psalm 119, verse 9. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promises revive me. It comforts me in all my troubles. You see, the problem gets to be if you put your hope in another person, your hope will be disappointed, won't it? If you put your hope in a job and a certain finance situation in your bank account, that's going to disappoint you at some point in time, isn't it? If you put your hope in your health and think this is what it's going to be and I'm going to do this, that will disappoint you down the road, won't it? But you can put your hope in God's Word and never be disappointed because His promise is true and it is our only hope. 
Romans 15, 4. Such things are written in the Scriptures long ago to teach us. And the Scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Now, where do we get hung up? Wait patiently. Right? That, that's the problem, isn't it? God always keeps His Word. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise. Hebrews 11, 1, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. If you do not have hope, you do not have faith. You cannot separate the two. It's in the very definition of faith. What's faith? It's the reality of what we hope for. So if you have no hope, you have no faith. If you don't have faith, you don't have hope. You don't have one without the other. And so they come together. How do you increase your faith? You let your hope rise up because God can be trusted. He will do what He's promised. And so hope says, look, God's going to do what He's promised to me. I, I have great expectations because I know who God is, and I know what He's w willing to do and able to do, even though I don't see it now. I put my hope, my trust in Him. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 13, we're looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth. He has promised us a world filled with God's righteousness. See, hope is not only for this world, it's also for the world to come. Because if this world is all there is, Paul writes and says, we're the most pitiful people in the world. That's it. And the great news is, let me put it to you this way. Today is as bad as it gets. Because one day, we're going to be in a place that is as good as it gets. And we look forward to that day, knowing that it's coming. That's our hope. But I have hope today as well, because I know that God will be faithful. I know I can put my hope and trust in Him. I know that He will keep His promises. I know that His presence will always be with me. I know that I will persevere no matter what the circumstances, because God is there. It doesn't matter what my past is. God has my future. I have hope. Hope is, is part of our faith. Hope lets me love people. Hope helps me go on. Hope helps me enjoy life. Hope gives me joy. Hope gives me peace. Hope gives me confidence. Hope gives me a reason to go on. Hope gives me forgiveness. Hope. The question today, do you have that hope? That hope can only be found in Jesus Christ. And maybe you're listening this morning and you don't have Christ in your life. And as you look at life around you, it's hopeless. Because if you're in charge of everything, you know that it's not going to turn out very well. And maybe this morning what you need to do is give your life to Christ so that you can have some hope in this life. 
and so that you can put your faith and trust in Him and He'll give you that hope that you need if you'll come to Him. Maybe you're a Christian here today and as you walked in the building or as you turned on your device, life was kind of getting you down. You were kind of feeling discouraged, hopeless. And maybe you need to remind yourself this morning that there is always hope. In just a moment, we're going to take communion. Who takes communion? People who have hope. Because communion is my way of saying, God, I believe in everything you said. I believe in what Jesus Christ has done. I believe he is the hope of the world. I believe he's coming again. Because the writer says every time we eat this and drink this, we're proclaiming his death until he comes. I have hope. And so the elements represent our hope today. A reminder to us, life is not hopeless. There is always hope. Could we take a moment? Would you take a moment just between you and God? Lord, help me. Lord, save me. Forgive me. I want hope. God, restore hope to me that I know I can have because I'm yours. God, help me not to get discouraged. Let hope fill my life. Would you take a moment and just do that? Lord, the enemy wants us to feel defeated, overwhelmed, hopeless feeling like we can't do anything to change anything. But you are the God who is my hope. And I will live as light because I have hope. A God who I serve that nothing is impossible with him. A God that is faithful and an ever-present help in a time of trouble. A God who will never leave me. A God who will encourage me. A God who will keep his word. A God who gives me that which I can look forward to. Thank you today for the hope that is ours because of Jesus Christ. Help us to live lives of faith and of hope, I pray. My name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Sunday morning at 815 and 1045 a.m. Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next week for Sunday Morning. Faith Assembly Sunday Morning is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.